Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 107 of the NeuroEdge podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a little bit longer than I would have liked to have it be between my last episode and this one, but I am back in the saddle ready to get after it. The name of today's episode is Effort Versus Results. And what I want to talk about today is how we can control our effort and not become attached to the results. So this is one thing that I have definitely struggled with a lot in my own life and have taken some lessons away just from my own self-reflection and reading and journaling and a lot of contemplation. So I wanted to share what I have discovered within myself with you, and hopefully it's helpful for you. Hopefully some of the mistakes and lessons that I have learned myself can be something that you implement into your own life and at least if anything, have a mental framework for understanding how we go through things. So before I jump on into that, always remember, if you want to be a part of community, I think the emerging frontier of how things are moving are decentralized communities with lots of people that congregate around each other and like-minded people in areas that they want to be with other people. It's very important that you're around like-minded people. They say you're an average of the five people you spend the most time with. So at least in a digital format, I want that to be very positive. So I created a community of people that listen to the show and want to have feedback, want to have Q&A about what's going on, what their questions are, or maybe you disagree with me about certain things. So if that's the case, head on over to the group link in the description and check that out. I think you will find it useful and very cool. So as always, remember to do that. Now, let's go ahead and I'm going to share my screen and let's do this. All right, so results versus effort. Let's get into it, episode 107. So what does results focus look like? So the first thing I wanna do is kind of just distinguish the difference between an effort-based mental model framework versus a results-based one. I'm not saying either one is necessarily good or bad. I just want to establish the difference between them before we get started. So a results-focused mindset is focused on lagging indicators. So I'll talk about this too with an efforts-based mindset. But when we look at lagging indicators, we're looking at things that reflect upon the past. So I think the easiest way to explain that would be with an example of something. So a lagging indicator that maybe we would look at is points scored in a basketball game. So that's a reflective measure of something that happened that you can look back and say, okay, that is the measurement that happened for that specific time. In contrast, there's gonna be leading indicators, which I'll talk about in a second, but there are things that you can track that lead up to whatever the end result is. Now, this is a good thing because we can look back on whatever we've been working on and say, okay, these are the results I get. These are the indicators that I received based on the work that I put in. And again, that's a good thing to have. However, what starts to happen is that we can become separated from the current moment. And the reason I say that is because if we become too focused on lagging indicators in the present moment, in the current moment, we can often become detached from the process that gets us to having actually high achieving lagging indicators. And let me explain this again with an example. If you are a basketball player and all you're worried about is the points that you're going to score in a game, 
is that necessarily a bad thing? Not really. You want to probably score as many points in a game. Now, obviously, basketball is a team sport, so there's a lot of other things that go into that. You want to have rebounds. You want to have assists. You want to ultimately win the game, right? But you can become so fixated on the amount of points you're going to score in one game that you sacrifice practicing defense and practice, and you sacrifice your condition, and you sacrifice maybe your diet because the only thing you're thinking about is how many points am I going to score in the game? And what that does is it separates you from the current moment of what you should actually be working on and putting in the efforts at the present time through whatever practice that you need to do. And so what happens is you get this idea in your head of, I need to average 20 points a game in my basketball career. And that's all you obsess over and focus on. And because of that, you become detached from it and you actually start to lose sight of the things that help you get to averaging 20 points a game. So you don't focus on becoming the type of person that averages 20 points a game. You're only thinking about what your life is going to be like when you average 20 points a game. And what happens is you create this gap in between who you are today and what you think you're going to be. And ultimately, what you think you're going to be becomes far away because you're not actually becoming the person that is what you want to be. So you create this boundary and this chasm between where you are now and what you want to be. And then you're constantly, because you're only thinking about where you're going to be, rather than becoming that person now, you start to slip and you start to lose other things. So that's the best way that I can explain it is you become separated when you're only focused on results and you're not actually focused on the inputs that get you the outputs. If you only focus on the outputs, if you have a factory and you're only focused on having something leave that factory that's produced, the inputs are going to suffer if you don't actually put an attention into the process and input into the process. And these can be two different types of things. So you see they're here they can be quantitative or they can be qualitative. Now, quantitative is great because that gives us something to measure and qualitative can also be great. However, whether they're quantitative or qualitative, those are good, those are good measurements to have, but if you still have this orientation mindset. And I want to, this is a delicate line here because it's, it's not always bad to understand, okay, what are the results? But a lot of times people forsake the results at the expense of becoming the type of person that has to achieve those results. And the only way you do that is actually by putting in effort. And then this moving to my next point, which is outcome attachment. So a lot of us, be, we get attached to having certain outcomes. We have to say, we say in our head, okay, things have to be this way in order for it to be right. And when that's the case, and when you only get attached to the outcome rather than the process of getting you to that outcome, what's going to happen is nothing's ever going to be good enough. Because when you do reach that outcome, then you're going to need the next outcome. And rather than focusing on the effort and the processes and everything that got you there, which is the most important thing, you're only focused on the outcome. And then what happens, you get caught in this vicious cycle of even when you do achieve your goals, they're never good enough. And there's always more money to make. There's always more points to score in the game. However, when we orient ourselves around having processes first, and this is what I want to talk about in a second, but when we focus on the inputs that we're doing every day, the outputs are going to take care of themselves. And it doesn't mean we can't be blind to the outputs, but we have to be focused on the inputs rather than just always thinking, 
a million dollars in my bank account, a million dollars in my bank account, a million dollars in my bank account. Are you doing what you need to do in order to reach the point where you have a million dollars in your bank account? Or are you just obsessed with that number? Because if you even if you do hit it, then it's never going to be good enough. But if you focus on the process and things that get you there, you're going to realize it's not so much about the outcome. It's being invested in the process and not being attached to whatever the outcome is. Now, let's talk about effort. And I think effort, again, results focus isn't bad, but effort is going to be what actually gets us better results. So ultimately, everyone wants better results in life, but effort is going to be what actually gets us there. And the first thing I put here is that effort is in your control. And most the if you take away anything from today's episode, just understand that you control your effort. You control how well you show up every single day. You control what time of bed, what time you get out of bed, how you show up at work, and maybe there are things are outside of your control. We've seen a lot of that happen this year where we can't control the external environment. I think that's why this is so important because our world is moving to a time where a lot of people are blaming the external environment for their internal state. But effort, an effort-focused lens is very important because we always have to maintain control. If we always have the mindset that we are in control of our situation, you'll be able to do anything. You'll be able to overcome anything you want because you are in control of your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual states. Now, is that going to say that we are like that 100% of the time? Absolutely not. But part of that is recognizing that and then being able to come back and pull yourself back into control. And here I make the distinguishment from the results mindset of leading indicators. So like I talked about with the points in the basketball game, this focuses more on the practice. So how many times did you practice shooting certain shots? How many times did you practice your defense? How many times did you focus on eating the right foods ahead of time before the game? All of those leading indicators are going to lead up to having a positive result outcome and lagging indicator. And this is a big thing in business if you look at leading indicators versus lagging indicators. Lagging indicators are good because they tell you what direction you're heading in. The leading indicators are important because they allow you to go in the direction that you want to go so that you know you're actually doing the things that you need in order to achieve whatever you want out of your life. So leading indicators are very important. These are much, much harder to establish than lagging indicators. We can always look back and say, in the last 12 months, how much money did I make? Or in the last 12 months, how many people's lives did I affect? In the last 12 months, how did my relationships go? That's easy. What's harder is to say, what are five things that I'm going to work on today to become better at whatever I'm doing? What are the must-dones that I have to get done today in order to be better? How many podcast do I have to do? In my instance, where I'm doing this podcast, did I do the number of podcasts in order to get better at what I wanted to do? So leading indicators, although harder to establish than lagging indicators are much, much more important because they set us on our trajectory. And just as if a plane takes off and it's like one degree pointing in a different direction, it can end up in a completely thousand mile different location than it would if it were pointed one direction, one degree to the east to begin with. So leading indicators, extremely important and try to establish what those are in your life. What in your business, what in your life do you need to accomplish every single day to know, okay, I'm on the path.
And I say this as much myself as anybody. The next part is detachment from outcome. So the results face again becomes attached to the outcome. I have to score this many points. I have to make this bunch of money. When you're focused on the effort, you're detached from the outcome. So if you're so dialed in and focused on what you're doing every day, you're not really worried about the end result because you know the input is going to lead to an output. And maybe the output isn't as good as what you thought it would be based on the input that you were putting in, into whatever desired output or situation you wanted. But at least you can look back and say, okay, now I can adjust my input based on whatever output I receive. Whereas if you don't have that to begin with, you're never gonna know where you're ending up. So it's very important to become detached from the outcome. We are only responsible for the effort. And this gets down to almost a spiritual level because we're responsible for how we show up, how our soul shows up, how our soul chooses to behave in this lifetime while we're here at this very moment. And when we become attached to the outcome, or we allow ourselves to be pulled into externalization of things. However, when we're detached from the outcome, where we're in control of our internal state, nothing can stop us. Also, this opens you up to synchronicities that happen. So when you're not so focused on the outcome and we're focused on the input and processes, what happens is amazing things start to happen in your life. And I know this for the last couple of years of my life, when I really, in my business, focus on serving people rather than how I could serve myself, amazing things started to come into my ether. And it's really because you are a reflection of how you treat other people and how you serve other people. And again, we can break these down into quantitative things and qualitative things at the end of the day, though. It is about your internal state. And also, it's important because this establishes in your head that you are able to change. And again, this goes back to the growth mindset. When you are in control of your effort, you are able to change. Whereas when you're only fixated on an outcome, you feel that you might not be able to change in order to achieve that outcome. But when you're in control of the processes and the inputs in your life, you're able to change into whatever you want. And I know that from firsthand experience, from being in places in my life where I was not comfortable and not happy with myself, I said, I'm going to change this. So I think that's really important as well. Now, moving along, and this is something that I talked about, is uh, the fixed versus growth mindset. Sorry. One second. Let me get it full screen. Okay, so the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. So you see this outcome versus the results is the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. So in the fixed mindset, we only have those certain things that we're focused on, whereas in the growth mindset, we know that our potential and capability is limitless. And I kind of hinted at that already, but you really want to be thinking about every single day, am I having a growth mindset? And that's a book I read recently by Carol Dweck. Obviously it's a book that's been read by millions of people. She was really big back when she was around, but that book is very influential to a lot of business leaders today. And it's important that we have this growth mindset because if you're stuck in a fixed rigid mindset, you're never going to understand that you're in control of your life. And ultimately, this episode is 
as you can see, going back to this idea of individual sovereignty, how much are we in control of our life? And then the next thing I put here is this idea of iteration to feedback loop. And so when you're focused on the input of things, you're able to track how certain inputs in your life lead to certain results. And again, that could be in your business, that could be in your health, that could be in your relationships, whatever it is. But what happens, this is how humans work. So we show up and we do certain things because that's what everybody else around us is doing and we're learning. And then we get feedback from that. And then we learn to adjust based on the feedback that we get. <clears throat> so a basic example, we see when we're little that other people in school talk to other people at lunchtime or whatever, or play with each other at recess. Then we do that. And then we get feedback from that. We get feedback from the teachers, from other people that we're around when we're little. And then we build this mental model for understanding ourselves, And this becomes the perception of the self in the world. Now, if you can take that same thing that you're unconscious of doing, and now you become conscious of it, now you become conscious of all the inputs that you have in your life, your diet, your exercise, your habits, all of this, are, all these things are inputs. And we iterate on those. So we start to systemize those. And then we get feedback from them. So if we have a really good diet over a long period of time, we start to notice changes in our body. We notice, start to notice changes in our energy. Then we get better feedback. And we can say, oh, okay, so this one thing leads to this other thing. And it's creating this positive feedback loop. So think about your life is this just one long journey where you're constantly doing iteration and feedback, iteration and feedback, and it turns into a loop. Iteration, feedback, iteration, feedback, iteration, feedback. And that never stops. Whether you're 10 years old or 100 years old, you're always going to be doing this. Unfortunately, most people throughout human history, and now it's up to this point that we exist in now, are not conscious of this. There's an unconscious program running their whole life where they're doing this, but they don't maximize it. Once you become conscious of this, you can take this on steroids and blow it up and understand, okay, I'm going to experiment with these things and then get feedback. And then I'm going to adjust and then I'm going to do it. However, we get these subconscious programs that we get into habits of doing things and we get routines that are stuck of doing things certain ways. And then we never get feedback. And so we're never constantly iterating and getting feedback. So think about that as you go through this understand that you're in control of your inputs. And when you become in control of your inputs, you have iteration and feedback. And then you iterate and you get feedback and you iterate and you get feedback and you keep doing that and keep doing that. It doesn't matter if you get, if you fail or if you don't get what you want, because we're not focused on necessarily the results or focused on the processes that lead us there. If you do this, you're going to have such a more fulfilled life and much more exciting life because you're going to see things that other people don't because they're stuck on the subconscious programming of only doing things that they were told to do or that things were done a certain way. So I also wanted to touch on the spirit, spiritual nature of this. So a lot of this is concrete in the world. Yes, I know business, health, everything, but there is a spiritual side to this and understand that as you start to transcend and understand these concepts in your life, this becomes spiritual. So we only control what we can control. That's it. We can't control how other people respond to us. We can't control what happens in the world. We can't control the weather, at least for the most part. We can't control everything that's going around. We also cannot control other people. So as much as we may want to, we can't control how other people respond. All we can do is show up and bring our best self and serve others at the highest level we can. We cannot control other people. That's not our responsibility. That's not our job. We are not responsible for how the world changes around us. So as we're going through technological change, economic change, political change, all these things, we're not responsible for that. We're responsible for the internal compass and state that we set for ourselves. 
again, the internal state is the most important thing. We choose every single day what we do. And as much as you may be brainwashed to believe counter to that, we choose every single day what we do and how we show up. We do not choose what happens as a result of our actions. Again, we don't get to control the result of our actions. We do get to control our internal state. And when you shift your lens to understanding things in that certain way, it's counterintuitive, but the results get better because you're in control of your life rather than thinking that other people are responsible for getting the results that you're getting. And I know I talk about this a lot, but this is very down to the spiritual essence of ourselves as humans. If you cloak yourself in this mindset and understanding and down to the spiritual level, so not just on a conscious level, but just as people have subconscious programs where they're on autopilot, if you go down into the subconscious and really change yourself at this level, you become in control. And again, it's like becoming superhuman because nobody else thinks like this. So just as a personal example about how I've noticed this in my own life, before I used to get obsessed trying to control the outcome. So I wanted certain things in my life and I would be so focused on that and I would be heartbroken or let down if things didn't go my way. And what happens is this results in anxiety because we're always worried about, okay, this has to happen in order for me to be in the position that I want to in life or have this much money by this age or have this goal hit by this age or whatever. If that's what you're thinking, you're always going to have anxiety because it's never, again, it's never going to be good enough. However, what happened the last couple of years is I focused on working extremely hard and serving other people. So rather than saying I need to have this by this certain time or whatever it is, I said every day I'm going to get up and I'm going to focus on the inputs and I'm going to serve other people and work extremely hard to do so. And what happened is, and again, this sounds counterintuitive, especially if you're stuck in that other state of mind where service is self. When it becomes service to others, opportunity opens up abundantly around you. And again, a few years ago, I would have said, shut up. Don't tell me that. That's one of those woo-woo nonsense things that doesn't make sense. And it sounds really nice to say. It always is easier for a rich person to say that money doesn't matter, right? But when it's what you need all the time, is all you think about. So again, that being said, I notice, and I can't say this for you, but in my own life with the iteration and feedback that I've created, when I focus on working extremely hard and serving other people and not my own ego, not gratifying my own ego and doing things to serve myself or make my own life better, require things for myself, opportunity opened up abundantly around me. So I wanted to close out with this quote. So everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. And that's from David Hawken, obviously a really great author. I love all of his books. But again, let me read that and leave you with this. Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. So if you take anything away, just remember this. People can, the world, everybody around you can take everything from you. But one thing, you are always in control of your attitude and choosing your own way. And whatever's going on around you, you are responsible for that one thing. And ironically enough, if you choose to have a positive one and serve others, things open up around you and the world starts to reflect that attitude that you have out. And it might not be right away. It might take months, years before you start to see it. But every single day, you are in control. No one can ever take that away from you. So that being said, that was episode 107, Effort versus Results. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you disagree as well. So 
look forward to being back soon and I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.